Listening to SRM 107.5 FM on RTV Maastricht. I am your host for this segment, Yasmin, and I'm here with Clemence. Hello. Do you want to tell me a bit about yourself? So we're both from Maastricht for Climate and we were on the last segment, but uh, a bit more about yourself and uh, your role within the organization would be good. Yeah, right. Of course. So my name is Clemence and I'm a second year student at UCM, part of uh, University Maastricht. And uh, I joined Maastricht for Climate about a year ago, but it was during COVID. So that wasn't the best time to join. It was a little bit slow at first. I joined the external relations team because I like the aspect of working kind of outside of Maastricht and kind of collaborating with bigger organizations. And one of the bigger organizations that we've been collaborating with is the Glasgow Agreement, which I'll be talking about today. Um, it was started a little bit ago and Masters for Climate has actually been a part of it since the very beginning, since they uh, made it an entire idea. And uh, however, I was not part of that yet. So I just joined in the middle of it. But so far, it's been great. And my role in the organization, I just try to kind of 
coordinate everything and organize with the different partners that we have outside of Maestro. So Glasgow Agreement is a big player. We also have Students Organizing for Sustainability, SOS. That is another organization we work with. And uh, we are looking for a project in Germany to try to uh, collaborate with them. They're trying to increase sustainable education. So increasing the concept of sustainability in everyday education um, in Germany in primary schools. So that's also something really interesting that we're doing. Wow, that's all really, really interesting. Yeah, I've always had so much respect for the external relations oh, team. You always you. seem to get up to so much uh, cool stuff. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to hear more from you whenever you talk to us a bit more about the Glasgow Agreement specifically in the next segment. But for now, let's head to Monkey Bars by Easy Mac and Cal Scrubby. Concept, content too complex, too conscious. Converse, context, too much to process. All you do is talk shit. Young Frank Sinatra, my car self parks while I drank the vodka. My weed come from space, you could taste the stardust. I will always win, it's my favorite mantra. You should never play with monsters, you'll end up in a lake or a basement locker. What's on my plate, steak and eggs and lobsters. What's on this plate, some amazing pastas. So much food on my chinny chin chin, they get in a bad mood when I'm winning, win win. Sad news for you, kitty kid kids, thinking that you can't lose. Now it's really grim grim, thinking that you're Sway Lee, but you're really Slim Jim, or Jay Z, but you're really his kids you're not a boss i designed the business you can suck my i replied bitches and when you see the size of this dick it's scientific not science fiction it can touch the clouds yeah the sky's the limits plus it's good for you like a vitamin is yeah they all know i'm high i'm different never had to try to fit in raised by family guy and simpsons wayfair told me buy this infant whoa 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 don't go there Nose hairs burned down from the coke shared With a groupie in St. Louis, now we're both staring Out the window without blinking, thinking, thinking, thinking All these little pills keep on falling on me Pick them up nice and then call the lobby We need more sprites and halal salami Lay down now, eat my sausage, mommy The money, the power, the gold I've come to devour the fold Roll with a pack of the wolves You do not matter the most All of my enemies hoes We make them ghosts Slaying like David with stones Get in a spaceship and pew. Off we go as the rocky roads the road get rocky Running out of coffee blowing Vivance by chance can you spot me though Until my soul gets sold I'll be awfully broke There's a moral to the story that cannot be told About the ones on top how they copy flows From the rap of the side and the spot below I'll take anybody beef make a sloppy joe Okay take another look at the menu Never sold out but I sell out the venue Bottom of the pill bottle tell what I've been through So every day I wonder if I want to continue Bitches on my telephone tell me to send news I can't now I'm Nintendo with 10 dudes And I'm off at the Benzo My friend Drew's dad Got a stash like Gardner Minshew Long hair looking like a porn star now I could probably get a phone car now Just to make him say Wow, Cal really got his shit together Well, he's a fucking drug addict But he's rich forever And it's crazy His car got crimson leather He got custom plates They let him pick the letters He got a dick implant The bigger the better The only girl he can fit in Like six foot seven, man Look, I know you listen Every project Never get the concept Content too complex Too conscious Converse so that was Monkey Boys by Easy Mac and Cal Scrubby. Amazing song, that. It's so funny. <laughs> the lyrics are just to die for. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But like seriously, the bass line is so fun. Thanks. 
I really like it. Um, so yeah, we're back to tell you a bit more about the Glasgow Agreement. So if you could maybe tell us first about how it came about. Right. So the Glasgow Agreement was just um, kind of came out out of frustration with the inactivity of what was going on with the climate movement, kind of like what you talked about in your segment, how uh, we're kind of watching politicians tell us, oh, man, I wish we could do more. And then when they have the ability to do more. Um, so that was a little bit frustrating. And there are all over the globe many, many small um, student or not student organizations that are um, working for the climate. And uh, however, just like Master for Climate, we are quite small. And many organizations around the globe are quite small so that it is difficult to organize the events that we would like to organize in order to have a bigger impact and get things done, basically, because it takes money, it takes people, it takes time that as student, as a student, I personally don't necessarily have the time to dedicate 40 hours of my week to doing this as much as I would like to. That's not possible for me. So the Glasgow Agreement was signed in November 2020. Um, and it was for the purpose of being able to bring all of these small organizations together in order to kind of create a movement so that we could collaborate uh, around the globe on an international scale and be able to create events that would like be seen in different countries. Um, so that was the main idea. The goal was also to push for governmental, uh, organ uh, governmental action on climate justice, push for stronger international agreements and like I said, bring smaller organizations together. Um, the origin behind the name Glasgow Agreement is because it was actually supposed to be signed during COP26. Um, that was supposed to be in 2020. However, with the COVID, uh, COP26 was reported to 2021, uh, but the name Glasgow Agreement uh, remained. However, the Glasgow Agreement uh, recently decided to change the name to People's Climate Agreement to make it more inclusive of everyone. And because the COP26 was a little bit of a disappointment, not necessarily to keep the name and to have it be something that shows that the Glasgow Agreement or the People's Climate Agreement is made by the people um, and to continue. And uh, thus far, we've had about 210 organizations that signed. And uh, the structure is very uh, decentralized, so we don't have a specific leader or a leading organization. We uh, have working groups that collaborate on coordination, organization, and the different events that we have, communication, tech, anything. And we also have assemblies where we can all come together as organizations and discuss what we want to do. Um, for instance, uh, Master for Climate is part of the International Communication and Crowdfunding Campaign Working Groups. So we are working towards um, international communication, so facilitating communication between organizations, because um, it is difficult when you have about 210 organizations to keep everyone up to date and be able to get everyone running and even know who's in the organization, because it is a lot of people um, and the crowdfunding campaign is because the Glasgow Agreement is completely donation-based, which makes it sometimes a little bit difficult to get the money that we would like to have for, um, for the events that we're planning. Uh, yeah, and there are some, um, some different pledges that the organization has made. So the first one would be that the political framework for the required cuts in climate actions will be that of climate justice, which are just fancy words just to say that basically the, the agreement is for climate justice and climate justice primarily, while member organizations are more than welcome to bring any other um, 
projects or worries that they might have in their countries. For instance, um, a few weeks ago, we had uh, someone from Sudan come to us about the problems in Sudan and see if anything could be done within the Glasgow Agreement. Uh, but the focus remains on climate justice and the climate movement. Um, taking it into their own hands, the need to collectively cut greenhouse gas emissions and keep fossil fuels in the ground. So this idea comes from kind of picking up the slack that was uh, made from governmental officials and kind of try to take it upon ourselves to force them in a way to take action and do something because as uh, the IPCC report has shown us, as the COP26 has shown us, there's no more time to continue kind of uh, just kind of bouncing around the issue, turning around the pot without ever having something concrete to be done. Um, there is also going to be the production of an inventory, which I will mention and talk about a little bit later, and the climate, uh, territorial climate agenda based on the inventory, which I will also uh, mention later. And overall, the main uh, reason of the Glasgow Agreement is to support each other and coordinate and be able to bring something out that we can. And uh, I've been in the movement for, or the organization for, I would say about six months. I was a bit lost at first, but now we're trying to gain momentum and it's starting to become really, really interesting. So I'm really looking forward to what we can do within the agreement. Yeah, no, that that really sounds amazing. So I was just saying that we need uh, police from the people to keep the governments in check. And it sounds like the Glasgow Agreement is exactly that. Exactly. And um, so you said that you were part of the crowdfunding uh, right. group. Is there anything that you can advertise here to maybe any listeners uh, at, where they can support the organization? At the moment, no, because it is a new year. So all of the events that we planned for the last year already received crowdfunding. Uh, we are planning some events. Some of them cannot be necessarily released to the public. Uh, but uh, the ones that are being uh uh, organized and that can be talked about I will mention in the later segments because there's a little bit more to talk about there okay yeah that's wonderful and of course you can always keep up with our uh, Instagram with uh, Maastricht for Climate and if we ever have any information about the crowdfunding and Absolutely. how you can support it we'll put it right there and the Instagram of the Glasgow Agreement as well oh yes of course <laughs> probably even <Both> better <laughs> more direct <laughs> to the source yeah, okay, so that's that's wonderful. Um, I think now it will be just about time to head to our next song. So what we have chosen for you is Planet X by Kalimosa. i 
Planet X by Kali Mosa. So to get back then to the Glasgow Agreement, so you've told us about it in general, you've told us what uh, you're involved with and generally kind of uh, what they do, what their main aims are, uh, but could you maybe give us some examples of what you've done so far? Absolutely, so um, the Glasgow Agreement has been around for about a year and a few months by now, so it is still in its starting phase, but it did try, regardless of COVID happening, to um, start with some actions in the past year. However, they were not may be the most successful, but it showed that there was already something going on and it leaves room for improvement in the future. So the first one is the one that I previously mentioned, which was the inventory. So that was uh, something where organizations that were part of the same country collaborated to provide a carbon uh, dioxide emissions report of the industries within their countries. So for instance, uh, the Netherlands did one, Mustard for Climate actually worked on one a little bit, and I joined Mustard for Climate while uh, the work on the inventory had already been started, so I was able to help with that. Um, but what we did is that we looked at the different industries within the Netherlands and we targeted uh, the biggest uh, industry groups or company groups and looked at their emissions specifically. So it was a lot of computer work, looking for data, finding the data, computing it. Um, but it was actually really interesting to kind of see the biggest emit, like the biggest polluters that we have in the Netherlands and all the countries uh, were able to do this. And we were working with some organizations from Amsterdam as well at the same time because it was quite demanding work to look at every single company and look at the different in emissions and where they were coming from. We also looked at a couple other um, gases, greenhouse gases that needed to be seen. So, and computing it all, being able to subtract certain data. We had someone that had done work on this already to help us because it was quite heavy work. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't know how successful this was because the reports that were already published are from Ireland and Portugal and the Netherlands uh, with, it, with countries such as Bolivia, Brazil, Canada, Colombia, Democratic Republic of Congo, France, Gambia, Germany, Italy, Ivory Coast, the Netherlands, and a list that goes on, uh, are still working on their um, inventories. I think there might have been a little bit of um, a lack of drive and a lack of understanding of what was supposed to go into the inventory. At least when I worked on it, I was a little bit confused, which might have caused uh, the inventory to be left incomplete with a lot of countries. But I'm hoping that in this new year, it'll be something that will be picked up and uh, finished in 2022 because it is very important data. And it is something that I think presenting it directly to the governments and being like, this is how much you emit and this is where you emit it directly on a report that was done and thoroughly worked on is something that could help actually people have data 
to back up their claims that they have made about reducing greenhouse gases, reducing um, meat and fish consumption and other things like that. So I think that's really, really important. Um, another thing that the Glasgow Agreement worked on was to collapse total. So the collapse total action was a call to action to disrupt the oil and gas company total through civil disobedience. So while the Glasgow Agreement is a platform that um, prioritizes peaceful manifestations and movements, it does uh, engage in civil disobedience when needed. However, it remains peaceful and nonviolent. Um, so the civil disobedience uh, around total was calling to a lot of organizations and see what they could do to disrupt the functioning of total uh, during the 15th to the 22nd of November 2021. So there were quite a few actions when you look at it. They're all listed on the Glasgow Agreement website if you'd like to take a look. Um, some of countries, I can name a few, maybe not the whole list because it is quite long, but there was Congo, Mozambique, Denmark, Germany, Luxembourg, Portugal, Switzerland, Spain, Scotland, and others that did have actions. So the repercussion of the actions was that there were a lot of people engaged in this and a lot of people tried to get their point across and tried to get the attention of Total within those two, within those few days. Um, however, and there were also, sorry, there were also many online webinars that were organized about the damage of Total and why we needed to collapse Total. And all of these are on the Glasgow Agreement websites. If you'd like to listen to it and take a look at it, it's very interesting and it's very, very um, nice to listen to it. Um, yeah, that's absolutely fascinating. So if we wanted to find the Glasgow Agreement website, can you just type Glasgow Agreement into uh, Google and you'll yeah, be able to find yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You type the Glasgow Agreement and the website comes up and then you have a page about the inventories, what Glasgow Agreement is, um, also the collapse total movement and another m report which is called Drill Bibby Drill that I'm going to talk about in a second. But basically collapse total as uh, motivating as it was to see all of these organizations and countries come together at the same time to work on something did not have the impact that was uh, hoped for maybe because not enough countries participated, there wasn't enough people involved, the actions remained quite small. Um, so that is definitely something that the Glasgow Agreement would like to work on to get people to actually get more involved and more engaged in what is going on. But I mean, already what you've achieved in, you know, such little time, you said it's been just a bit over a year. Yeah, the Glasgow exactly. Agreement and the like, list of countries that you gave, it was fascinating. It's a year and two months. Yeah, it's really nice whenever we go to assemblies and you're just looking around and there's people from Sudan, from Gambia, from Brazil, Canada, um, all over the world, basically. Also in Europe, a lot of countries and they're all working together towards the same goal. So it's really, really motivating to be in these meetings. Everyone's collaborating, understanding the weaknesses and strengths of others and kind of trying to find a common ground where we can all work together. And it's people of all ages too. It's not just students, not just young activists. You have people that are actually working in this and want to make a difference. And I was actually really surprised by this. I was expecting people between the ages of 18 to 30 maybe, but a lot of people were in their 50s and just, thriving and I was like yeah let's go this is awesome but yeah so uh, it is the Glasgow agreement is still new and we're still kind of trying to find our place and our role in it so I think that's why maybe collapse total didn't have as much impact as it could have but I have really really high hopes for the future that the Glasgow agreement is going to do this yeah I mean like 
you know, you said, to be honest, that those ones hadn't been, you know, so successful. But I think considering the amount of time it's been around, the fact that Ireland actually did manage to, like, re- release their report and that you still have yours in the yeah. works. And like, the if you think about it, out on the website also. Sorry on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, yeah. Access to it. And also uh, the reports of the countries that are still in process, there is still already information on the website on them. They're just not as finalized as the reports from Ireland and Portugal are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that that in itself is just incredible because really whenever you think about it, you know, work like that, like scrutinizing what all of the CO2 emissions of these different companies yeah. are, like usually you'd have somebody who's like paid and professional to be able to do that. But yeah. the fact that you've managed to find activists that are able to do this and get this vital information is just so important. Yeah. I think it's just, it's what we need, honestly, because nobody else is really doing it or doing it to the extent that the Glasgow Agreement is trying to do it. And it's it's general good information to be used for things like this. And that brings me to the last thing that was uh, accomplished during 2021, which is the Drill Baby Drill report, also available on their website. It was it represents 184 oil and gas wells completed in 2021, uh, with along with 800 additional wells to be drilled in 2022. So it looks at the entire oil and gas system industry and how they're planning to grow and how much they're growing in 2021, in 2022, and in the years to come. Um, it looks over 76 countries that have worked with oil, so it is quite expansive. And I'll just go over some of the highlights, but if you are interested, the report is available on the website. It is quite interesting. I went over it. Um, but some of the highlights very quickly is that one is China drilled most oil wells in 2021. So it was the country leading with oil wells construction with 36 oil wells being constructed within 2021. Russia and Australia plan to drill 80 more wells by the end of 2022. And the report was came out mid 2021, I believe. So it's been since then that they're planning to drill 80 more wells. Um, the top drilling countries, so Russia, Australia, Mexico, Indonesia, the USA, Norway, the UK, Brazil and Myanmar, plan to drill over 500 new wells by the end of 2022. And the top companies involved in drilling new wells until the end of 2022 are ENI, Petronas, Shell, Equinor, Total, which is why it collapsed, Total, um, Pemex, PTTEB, BP, Pertamina, Chevron, and some others. But anyway, the report was a little bit depressing to read. I'm not going to lie. It was I mean, so 500 much. 500 new wells is insane. It's insane. Like 800 total until 20, the end of 2022. Wow. But it is just such dire information to have to present as evidence to governmental and organizations and be like, look, listen, this is what is going on and you cannot ignore it because we have actual data to prove that this is what has been going on. You can't ignore us anymore. And because this is available to the public as well, this is something that can be taken by activists to try and complete it. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. Really, those those actions are genuinely incredible. For a year and two months, even if your organization had been about for five years and then you told me those three things (laughs) is what you had got up to, I would have been like, wow, really, really setting the scene for the rest of us. So uh, we'll come back to you then after this next song. We're going to listen to Come By Jane.
Welcome back. That was Come by Jane. So we heard a little bit about what you've already done with the Glasgow Agreement. You've set the bar for yourself quite high. <laughs> but maybe you want to tell us as much as you can. I'm sure some of it yeah. is still uh, under wraps, but about what you're planning to do in the future. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I did talk to some people within the Glasgow Agreement about what I could share and what they would prefer I wouldn't share. So we do have a lot planned, but a lot is still underway and is requiring maybe a little bit of quieter attention. So I will be mentioning what I can, um, but first of all, we had a little bit of structural and organizational weaknesses um, in 2021 that I haven't really mentioned before, but I think it was due to COVID and due to the newness of the organization as well that made that it lacked a little bit of dynamic where out of the 210 organizations that we had, maybe 15 to 20 would actively participate in the actions that were done, which is definitely disappointing when you look at the possibilities that we would have with 200 organizations but um, in this month in January there were some changes made and uh, more organization coordination especially within regions and nations so for instance in the Netherlands we are now in close contact with other Glasgow Agreement organizations that are in the Netherlands so we're able to work together on bigger projects because uh, before it was just impossible. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's so important because you've talked about, you know, collaborating with people from Sudan. So then it's crazy that you weren't even, you know, collaborating so closely exactly. with the people in the Netherlands. Because when I got into it, I mean, I was kind of just dumbed there and I was told like, hey, there's this inventory we're working on for this project called the Glasgow Agreement. Do you want to join? I was like, yeah, sure. But I didn't really know what I was signing up for. And I didn't even know who was in the Glasgow Agreement until very recently. So now to have a better overview of what we have and what we can work with and having seen the faces of the people 
that we are working with because it is a lot of email communication because it is hard to have a group chat with 200 organizations of which might have two or three people that are in direct contact with the Glasgow agreements that amounts to and all different time zones of course exactly as well. so it is a lot to 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 work with but it is nice to now have a proper structure to work and I'm really excited for this year and one of the major events that is planned for this year is the great climate justice caravan so the Glasgow agreement calls upon its members to organize national caravans for 2022 so what those are is basically to get people from climate organizations and the public as well if the broad public would like to join um, into these marches that are about 400 kilometers long on average um, to be able to document and attack or well not attack but point out the the problems within countries that are impacting climate change so for instance gas and oil companies or other companies that are just against the climate so the idea is to go through a country being able to make checkpoints where climate change has hit the hardest and be able to document this and make this seen and known. Um, they're supposed to last uh, for about two weeks. However, this will differ per country. Of course, if you don't have the ability to walk for 400 kilometers because you don't have the resources, especially for a lot of developing nations, that is just a lot to ask for. Um, obviously, you can adapt the the action to what you can, but um, it is something that a lot of countries are planning. Some of them are Portugal, Uganda, um, Brazil, Colombia have already signed on to this and are planning to do it. Uh, the Glasgow Agreement calls upon more members to do it. Um, the Netherlands is considering it. We have talked about it with uh, other organizations, but we are also working on other projects that may come first because they have been in process for longer. But I think it would be just really, really cool if we could get to organize something within the Netherlands of a march, especially because it's flat here. So, I mean, it's not that <laughs> difficult to, to walk. Um, so it would be very, very nice to uh, be able to to walk and be able to witness what happens because... And to be like um, in collaboration with all these different countries that are doing it at the same time as you. It's just so ambitious. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's a little bit like a brotherhood. You know, you're like, yeah, you're not doing it by yourself. You feel very supported because everyone's doing it at the same time as you and everyone's working towards it and if you have funding problems or coordination problems you know that there's going to be someone that's going to be willing to devote their time to do this and to work with you and to help you figure it out because at the end of the day we all want this movement to kind of you know take root and go for it um so yeah, yeah this sure. it's, that it's is so motivating and i think as well by the sounds of it they're so um you know, inclusive as well to make sure that every country uh, gets the opportunity to be able to participate equally in it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's that's why they wanted to rename it the People's Climate uh, Agreement. So as to not be so uh, westernized because it is in Glasgow, but we it is much bigger than Europe itself. It involves so many different countries. And it's crazy to be on Zoom with people that have a computer, but struggle to have Wi-Fi or working on satellite Wi-Fi and it kind of just uh, like re puts your perception in check and realizes that not everyone has equal opportunities so to be able to come from a more developed countries and support within your organization the countries that might not have as many resources or as much political freedom um, it's really nice. It's it's really motivating to do more and to work more with it. So I'm really, really happy to be part of the Glasgow Agreement and continue with that in mind. 
Yeah, for sure. I think it's it's so motivating. And um, also just one thing that I would have been thinking about. So you've mentioned the website a lot, obviously. Right, yeah. For <laughs> but um, say you're not part of any kind of climate organization at the minute, but you want to get involved with some of the climate um, with the Glasgow Agreement project. Is there any way to do that on their website or is really the best way to find your local group and see if you can join them up? Um, from what I know, it is mainly a local group because they expect every group to come together and kind of help. So being by yourself might be a little bit difficult. But even the smallest of groups can join. Like, honestly, you don't need to be a big corporate uh, organization or big industry where you have a lot of people working like obviously we have groups such as extinction rebellion and fridays for future that are part of the glasgow agreement so that are much bigger but master for climate in all reality is quite small and student led so it doesn't have a lot of budget or anything like that but we're still more than welcome so i don't know if individuals would be welcome because it is more of a of a connection of a network between organization than it is a group. Um, But regardless of the size of your organization, there's still time to sign and to get engaged and involved. And all the information is on the website. Uh, You can contact them and get signed into the agreement as soon as possible. Yeah, no, that's that's really amazing. It's good to know. Um, It's really nice that everyone has kind of the equal opportunities and stuff, because obviously, you know, in the business world or politics world, it's not how it works. So whenever the people have the power, it's nice to see uh, exactly. things organized like that and instead. Uh, we also try to allow for interpretation because we understand that not everyone speaks English. So in whatever assembly or meeting that we might have, there's translation in Spanish, French, uh, Portuguese. And we're also working on other languages to include so as to make sure that even the people that don't necessarily have access to English can also participate and have their voices heard so we can have kind of everyone be a part of this yeah really amazing and so have you any more future plans for us or is the the rest uh, top secret (laughs) none that i can disclose unfortunately but there are more (laughs) there are there is more coming but if i ask you very nicely after the show you'll have to you'll have to let me know what they are i don't know jasmine i don't know we'll see we'll negotiate (laughs) (laughs) okay well in that case we're gonna head to uh, a song that i really actually like but clement's picked it uh the adults are talking by the strokes so good We 
relevant. So that was the adults are talking by the strokes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything with the Glasgow Agreement then. Unless that's there's anything else that you want to throw in about it. No, that's about all I can say. I mean, if you are a climate organization and you would like to join the Glasgow Agreement, or if you're just interested about what we've done, I would highly recommend you check out the website and see what you can do to help. But apart from that, I think I've covered it all. Yeah, no, for sure. I know that after this show, I'll be visiting. Like, so many <laughs> interesting nice things. Yeah. Like genuinely, you know, I've, I've been a Mustard for Climate right. with you for like a long time. So, Absolutely. you know, we've spoken before and we have all these meetings. But to hear about some of your projects like a bit more in depth, yeah. I'm like so fascinated. I need to go check it out. It is definitely hard within the meetings to kind of be advocating for Glasgow so much because Master for Climate does have its own agenda and its own things to do. And I don't want to be like, listen, there's like this thing also to do on the side but it is something that I I will be working to incorporate more into Master for Climate as well because I think it's just great and it's yeah, an opportunity yeah. to, to for us for Master for Climate to grow as well as an organization. Yeah, and it, it, it feels so much nicer to you know not be just however many students there are um, yeah. as you know in Maastricht or UM, but um, to be part of this like yeah. global organization, you know. And it gives opportunity for much bigger actions to be made that we would consider doing as a student organization so it's really a great opportunity yeah so uh i guess we'll we'll keep that in mind and then yeah absolutely keep looking out on uh <laughs> keep looking out for what masters for climate is up to and maybe we'll participate in a caravan or something who knows maybe maybe not let's see but yeah. uh in the meantime so the caravan is still up in the air that's uh, a little <laughs> while to come but maybe we should talk about some of the events which uh, we actually do have coming up right. and we know that uh, our listeners can attend. Absolutely. Well, uh, one of the other events that the external relations team is working on is with uh, SOS, which is Students Organizing for Sustainability that I mentioned a little bit earlier very quickly. Um, but their Students Organizing for Sustainability kind of has the same uh, process as the Glasgow Agreement, but it focuses on students. So university and high school student organizations so it is a little bit more accessible to us but what they are planning very soon is a solutions dating call so it would be a call for everyone to be able to uh, cooperate on ideas and get to know each other a little bit more get to know the student platform that is working on these ideas and there is a post on the master for climate instagram page that gives you a little bit more information, but basically four members of the Student Organizing for Sustainability will present their campaigns and programs and you can uh, add your opinion on it or what you would like to do and explain how how it can be done, basically. And I think it's a very interesting thing to join. And that doesn't have to be an organization. You can just join it by yourself and see what it is. It is on the 26th of January at 6 p.m. If anyone is interested, that will be coming up soon. Sure, 26th of January. That sounds exciting. Yeah. And so uh, do we just go to the uh, like Instagram page to find the information? And I guess it's an online event, so yes, there'll be a link? Yes, it will definitely. Since it is so international, it kind of has that same uh, aspect as the Glasgow Agreement. It will definitely be online, so more information will be posted about that uh, very soon. We're working on it with the social media team at Master for Climate as well. But uh, Jasmine, I know from the protest team, you also have some exciting news to share with us. Yes, for sure. So um, there's really two main things. Uh, the first thing is the 19th of February. Um, so um, 
I'm not sure whether we mentioned it before, but Masters for Climate is this uh, student organization, but it's actually part of a larger climate coalition. And so the climate coalition is all of the different uh, climate groups that exist in Maastricht. So, you know, Fridays for Future, Milieu Defensi, um, like many organizations. It would right, take me a yes. while uh, to the end of the uh, show to list them all. But um, they are running the first uh, climate conference that has been done in the Netherlands. So it's actually an idea that the uh, national Netherlands climate people had an idea for. Uh, but we've taken up uh, the idea, decided to run the first one in Maastricht. It'll be on the 19th of February at Tepain. So in person, hopefully the restrictions will allow for it. So we're going ahead yeah. with that planning. But Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood, absolutely. <laughs> but um, otherwise we will probably change to online and we'll make allowances mm -hmm. for that. But yeah, if you t turn up to Tepain, uh, in the evening, then there will be a load of different panels. There'll be two different rooms and you can hear discussions about uh, heating of houses, about nuclear energy, about youth and activism. I don't know if I'm meant to be giving so much away oh. about the agenda, but <laughs> uh, you can maybe have a little sneak peek now. That's amazing. How can we find information about this? Like so where? yeah, we haven't posted it yet on okay. our social media pages, uh, but I imagine it will be going up sometime next week, our first posts about this. Uh, but yeah, I really urge anyone to come along. It's a very chill event. You can just turn up to Tepain. You can uh, walk into whichever room you want to hear about. And, you know, we'll be getting uh, speakers from outside organizations, you know, like experts in yeah. uh, their topic to come and speak to you. That's super um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm really excited about it and for something to be in person because it's, uh, it's oh, always nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed for that one. And then the other thing. Um, now, this is the first place, really, that Draw. we're announcing it. So uh, <laughs> any lucky viewers Ooh. of uh, RCV will be able to listen now. But we are finally getting back on the streets. I don't know how long it has been since Masters for Climate has been able to do its, well, its landmark thing. We, we do marches, you know, we do climate marches. That's how it started in 2019. But finally, we're able to uh, probably, again, do another one on the Yay. 12th of March. So oh, we're very so early nice. planning days at the minute, hoping to make it a massive turnout, though, with thousands of people on the street like it was in the old days, just before the uh, local elections, of course. So just, yeah, keep keep posted with our Instagram pages. Keep posted with uh, the many posters we'll probably put around Maastricht. I'm sure we'll try to make it hard to miss. <laughs> but clear your calendar for the 12th of March Absolutely. because we're going to make it a massive action. That's so exciting. Okay, so the dates are, so I can remember, 26th of January, right, for the solutions dating call with SOS. Then you said 19th of February? Yeah, 19th of February for the conference. At Tapine, and then the 12th of March. Yeah, 12th of March, just before the elections. Okay, well, that was, that's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for them myself. So yeah. I hope uh, everybody will come to them. Yeah, I hope that our listeners have enjoyed listening to us ramble as much <laughs> as we've enjoyed rambling and getting this amazing opportunity. Yeah, thank you so to much. Speak. Yeah, thank you so much to RTV, of course, uh, for having us on. Um, us. Yeah, with the SRM. And um, I guess we'll take you yeah. then to our final song. And just thank you to Serene first for doing all the tech work and helping guiding us through uh, this radio adventure because none of us, neither of us had been on a radio before. So yes, that absolutely. Was quite exciting. A complete lifesaver. Yeah. But thank you. And yes, onto the song. Onto the song. So it's Good Time by Lady Donnelly and Thames. Enjoy.
introductions needed I leave him weekend, make him paraplegic Uh-oh, didn't mean it like that, yo Just really kill it, we can't pass it talk, so Redemption, redemption, uh Selective, my retention, uh Inventive, my inventions Like torn in your living room, man Who damn bond, who eps on, who's on ep Forget all the drama and just enjoy yourself Huh, lady, enjoy your life Cause we just out here trying to have a good time I really, really like